Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, and Saturdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, it's going to take a while to get used to that one. Jim Valley is joining us in studio here today with his Virgil Wrestling Superstar shirt on. For those of you at video.f4wonline.com, yeah, look at that. check that out. I got this actually for real at the Las Vegas Fight Shop in really? Vegas a few years ago. Yeah, Wow. I tweeted it out to uh, the Las Vegas Fight Shop, and I was like, how come this isn't like your best-selling merch? And he tweeted back, who says it's not? It's true. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Well, I've got a nail shirt signed by nails. <laughs> I should go put that thing on, yeah. For real? I do. It was sent to me. A a personally autographed nails shirt. Hey, I'll find it during the break. Anyway, we had a lot to talk about here. Jim was in Chicago for the All Out show this weekend, and so we talked a little bit about it on the Sunday show. Obviously, no show yesterday for the holiday, but we could talk more about the weekend here. Get some of Jim's thoughts on the All Out show, my thoughts as well. And also, anything else from this weekend, the WWE NXT UK show. Did you see any of that? I saw a little bit of it. I saw a little bit of the New Japan. I haven't seen all of anything except for All Out. All right, so we can talk about those two shows. And last night was Raw, and I was thinking about it this morning. Dave and I were recapping the show, and we talked about Bailey's heel turn. And then we just moved on. And I guess, really, maybe that should have been a bigger story. I'm not sure. After all of these years, Bailey has turned heel. I think maybe because they did that storyline about a year ago with Bailey and Sasha. And they both kind of were turning heel. Who's heel? Who's not heel? Who cares? There's just something about it where it didn't feel like it was a monumental moment when Bailey turned heel. You're 100% right. So, yeah, we can talk about that today. Whatever's on your mind, 844-411-5411 is the phone number. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Thank you. 
famous actress. You must travel so much. <gasps> What's the best site for hotel deals? Um, Hilton.com. <laughs> no, no, no. One with crazy savings. Hilton.com. With their price match guarantee, if you find a better rate, they match it and take 25% off. No, one with lots of options. Hilton.com has 16 top hotel brands. Hampton, Hilton Garden Inn, Waldorf Astoria. Hilton.com. You should totally do their commercials. <clears throat> Expect better. Expect Hilton. You're good. I know. Thank you. Applicable terms and conditions at Hilton.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus premium gasoline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. No Mike Sempervivi today. He'll be back tomorrow. Jim Valley joining us in studio here today. And yes, I have changed into my nails shirt. Check out the uh, autograph. <laughs> that is Wow, that looks authentic. It is. That, did he actually? I'm told that that is his autograph. N-A-I-L-Z in block letters. The bottom of this shirt right here. And I thought Rock did a terrible autograph. No, look just at that, as, dude. Just with the R. Now he's got... Well, I, like, I like both of us sitting here in these shirts. I'll take uh, early 90s WWF shirts for 1,000, Alex. Hey, I just watched Nails vs. Virgil from SummerSlam 92. That's right. 
I can't swear on the air, but it was freaking atrocious. But, honest to God, it's one of those matches where when I saw it was Nails versus Virgil, I had this idea in my head of what it would be and how it would be like the worst match like of all time. And so I went in with those expectations, and I watched it, and it was fine. It wasn't good. Don't get me wrong. It was very, very bad. But if you were expecting, like, Charmel versus Jenna Maraska level bad, it was not that bad. It was just a bad wrestling match with two bad wrestlers. I'll do respect to Mr. Nails. So anyway, as I go through the text messages here, you'll be stunned to know that actually a lot of them involve Bailey. Apparently people have got things to say about this Bailey situation. Not a fan, this person says, of them turning Bailey heel. They could have done something interesting where Bailey and Sasha are on their own, but are still friends. Then at some point, Bailey could step in when Sasha goes too far with something, kind of like Lex and Sting. But we know WWE can't do anything with nuance. This person says, forget her behavior from the last few months. Bailey has shown heel tendencies ever since she debuted on the main roster. Remember her unfairly beating Charlotte for the Raw Women's title and not handing it back to Stephanie McMahon two years ago? I actually do remember that. That was under six. That was within six months of her debut on the brand. And Dave didn't believe me, by the way, last night. But the moment I saw Bailey doing that promo with all that makeup, I was like, "Dude, she's turning." All that makeup. She looked like an Instagram filter. Yes, it was weird. Yeah, it was. It was very un-Bailey. And then when she cut the promo and said, "We'll find out who's whatever at the end of the night," I was like, "Well, today's the day," and today was the day. So, person also notes, with Bailey's heel turn, will Charlotte be the baby face in her title match? The pay-per-view is in Charlotte. She probably would have been anyway. Yeah. Well, now we've solved that problem. So, there you go. What are your thoughts on the Bailey turn? I agree with you. They probably could have teased it a little bit longer. As far as, yeah, we know that there's history between Bailey and Sasha and... Maybe Bailey's torn, or like you said, you sort of tease it for a little while longer as opposed to just doing it last night. But the other thing I thought about is, like, did they, in the back of their mind, have this planned somewhere penciled in in the distant future like today? Going back to all the stuff you talked about earlier where it was like, she's going to turn, they're not going to turn, they are going to turn, they're not going to turn, and then in the end they just kind of drop everything. Did they drop everything because they finally sort of had a general game plan that that played out last night you kind of wonder or was it just one of those things where wwe is just going to be wwe and they do what they do well i want one of them to write a book someday and explain what was the idea for that whole 2018 bailey sasha storyline because they were friends and then they got in a fight and then they were just friends again. And then I think they got into a second fight. And then they were friends again. And here's... it's Everybody wants long-term storylines in WWE. If you're a fan who has been watching for any length of time, you remember various long-term storylines from when you were a kid. That's what people want. But the way that WWE is structured, it's like you can't do that anymore. Like, they very clearly had a long-term storyline for Bailey and Sasha. And the long-term storyline was not, well, we're going to break up and get back together and break up and get back together, and then we're going to win the tag titles, 
and then Sasha's going to get mad and go home. Like, that wasn't the plan. What was the plan? I have absolutely no idea. Same with the Rey Mysterio-Andrade feud. They had a plan. Rey was losing, he was losing, and then it just ended. They didn't do anything. Now they're starting it again, and you can see from watching what they're doing with Rey and Dominic and, and Andrade that there's a plan here. But, like, are we going to get wherever they're going with this, or is Vince going to just drop it again and move on? That's one of the things about wrestling nowadays that kind of sucks. You can see that they have the seeds for these ideas, but then they just never pay them off in a in a logical, satisfying way. I would like to see them do something fun with the heel Bailey character now. Like, it reminds me of uh, years ago. I don't even know that I saw the movie, but, like, I think it was Superman 4 with Christopher Reeve, where, you know, Superman, the big blue Boy Scout, he's perfect, he's good, he's kind, he's everything that's that's uh, wonderful and beautiful in the world. And I think he was exposed to, like, yellow kryptonite or something. Oh, the and, worst. And he started drinking and not shaving oh, and stuff. Oh, no. And I would love to see Bailey just kind of let herself go. Sure. And just kind of just, like, not really care about kids. Maybe they even put, like, some sort of stunt little girl that... Uh, or, you know, you know what else it reminds me of? The rap video on Saturday Night Live with Natalie Portman, where she was doing the gangster rap, and she shoves the little girl dressed as Amidala out of the way. It would be funny to see the Bailey character shove... Uh, uh, not a real kid... But someone they put backstage dressed up as the old Bailey. No, you find what's her name from NXT. Yeah. What's the Bailey fan's name? I totally just drawn right. a blank. Yeah. But yeah. And you have this Bailey where it's like she's, you know, maybe she's, I, she won't do it, but it'd be funny if like Bailey had like a pack of cigarettes rolled up in her sleeve and just be, be like uh, the, the Tanya Harding character. Something Izzy. like that. Yeah, Izzy, yes. Izzy. She needs to turn on Izzy. Yeah. Well, there was a SmackDown a few weeks ago. This is not exactly what you were saying, but there was a SmackDown a few weeks ago, and Bailey came out, and she was in street clothes. She's wearing, like, these super tight jeans, and I was just watching her out there thinking, this is such a weird look for Bailey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe that's where they can go with this, where she stops wearing all of her colorful fringe and her side ponytail and... She just changes her look. We'll find out what they do with her. I want to see her snap some gum, some chewing gum. Sure, yeah. yeah. Something very annoying like that. Yeah. Let's go to the phone. John the air. What's going on? Hi, this is Josh from California. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, so I actually did not call to talk about Bailey. I uh, called to talk about my experience watching All Out at home. Okay. I, I happened to watch it with... Uh, with a non-fan, a lapsed fan, and a fan who knew a little bit about AEW. So I, I felt like it'd be super interesting to just get their takes about what was going on. And, uh, you know, they liked what you think. They would probably like, you know, uh, Cody Rhodes and Sean Spears probably got the most reaction out of everybody there. Um, another guy who was super over with our little crew was the uh, Luchasaurus and yep. Jungle Boy. They didn't happen to like Marco's stunt all that much. Um, but surprisingly, the things that they didn't care for was like the three-way hardcore match. That was just completely buried. They weren't a fan of that. And, really? Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was... Uh, like once they started to uh, throw the uh, thumbtacks in the mouth and things like that, 
everyone just started talking about how ridiculous this is and uh, the, the uh, paper cuts and things like that. They, they were, were fine just, with a dude dressed as a giant dinosaur, but they couldn't get in a thumbtacks in a guy's mouth. That's ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it was, it was uh, not getting over in my household. Oh, the uh, other interesting thing I thought was during the ladder match. You know, they would pop for the big spots, but mostly they were just kind of. It was just kind of on in the background, which I found super interesting. Hmm. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. You know, I, I got a letter the other day from somebody who said that he had watched the show with a bunch of non-fans. I don't know why. I don't know how that happens. I've never watched a wrestling show and non-fans came over to watch it with me. But that's what he said happened. And he claimed that their favorite act on the show was the Dark Order and the Creeps. So... Whatever. I'm not a... I don't get it, but hey, if, if you like it, you like it. We'll talk about this more after the break. Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Jim Valley joining us here today. I had not thought of this, but this person says, do you think The Miz will win the Intercontinental title so he can tie Jericho's record and then they no longer have to mention Jericho with the most Intercontinental title reigns? Yes. I hadn't thought of that, but in fact, if The Miz beats Nakamura, he will tie Jericho with nine reigns. If people don't think that this is a possibility or that they would bother doing something like this, think again. Oh, they've done it with the the youngest WWE champion. Yep. Nikki Bella's record, I believe, shattered, right? Yeah. Isn't that what happened? So I got to say one other thing, then we'll go back to the phones here. Every now and then I'm directed to some random thread on Reddit where people are talking about something that I said or Dave said or whatever. The most bizarre one today... I mean, I've said things on this show that are speculation that people then report as fact. This causes problems all the time. This ain't even that. Apparently, there's a thread on there about how I thought that the Cody Rhodes match at AEW was a better match than Walter and Tyler Bate. What? I don't remember you saying that. God's name did that one come from? That one is like out of thin air. I thought the Cody match with Sean Spears was a pretty good match. And I really liked what they do with the finish. They had to pay off the chair shot. And they're not going to do any more of these unprotected chair shots to the head, even with the gimmick chair. I mean, they went out of their way to tell you that that original chair was gimmicked. And still, I mean, they were, they were not going to do it again. So they had to do something. And so what they chose was... The disaster kick to a chair, which then bonked into his head. It was totally safe, but they paid it off in the end. I thought that was very, very clever. But, I mean, come on. That Walter-Tyler Bade match was either the best or the second best match of the weekend. That match was unbelievable. That in the three-way tag on the WWE NXT UK show. Unbelievable matches unbelievable crowd maybe the okada match was better with suzuki because i hear that that crowd was absolutely insane but what i saw i just couldn't fairly compare because the audio was messed up it was out of sync and the commentary sounded like it was through a telephone so i cannot fairly judge that match but those three matches were unbelievable which ones did you see i saw the the walter matches is great Yes. Uh, the Okada Suzuki is is. I mean, you knew that was going to be that was going to be awesome. And and the Cody um, Sean Spears match, you know, it was a very good match. But I mean, that's more of a storyline driven match. That was the match where they brought out a lot of the tricks and the bells and whistles 
that brought drama to the match. I mean, it was very good for what it was, but I don't even think you can compare the other matches because those were more wrestling and psychology based versus having managers and run-ins and walk-in brawls and chairs and and all of the things. It was I thought I thought it was great for what it was with a lot of the smoke and mirrors and tricks that Sean and Cody had, but you you can't compare them. It's not fair. No, totally different matches. Totally different matches. To the phone, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, how's it going today? Good. What's up? Hey, um, I wanted to get some of your feedback on some stuff I've been uh, reading online and oh, maybe kind of I can't wait put my prediction out there. It's all true. Right. Um, that Sasha and Bailey are gonna create some type of NWO type stable or faction and kind of like get really big with the attitude. You know, there might be some like females betraying each other. Some have put out some NXT NXT stars joining or. Um, there's a lot of different, you know, stuff like like all kinds of people might join, and it seems pretty interesting. I don't know if it's all just internet speculation. I would say that anything that anybody is saying about WWE plans further than a week out is internet speculation. Be my thought. What's the other one? That would be cool to see. Um, you know, like both of them come out and you know maybe mock the NWO or like DX and kind of see Bailey get a little bit of edge on it. But um, hey, I was wondering, um, is AEW planning on going to Wattis or El Paso? I have heard no talk of that at this moment, but they got to do 52 weeks of television every year, and so they're going to be going all over the place. And the way that they do this is the way that wrestling promotions used to do this in the past, just with a modern twist. Back in the day, everybody would write letters. And you would find out where like most of the letters came from, and you'd run a show there, because obviously you had a, a strong following in that area. They uh, do things somewhat similarly. They've got the demographics, they've got social media numbers, and they're targeting places where they believe that they've got a good following. But, I mean, how many times can you run one area, no matter how strong your demographics and your following is? I mean, you've got to go to different places around the country. So I think they're going to run shows on the West Coast. I think they're going to run shows in the Midwest, Texas, everywhere. I think they're going to go all over this country over the next couple of years. But I do not have any further locations than what they've announced. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? You're, ah, I screwed it all up. Jim, this radio thing is not easy. It ain't easy. You make it look easy, but it ain't easy. Oh, my God. Any other thoughts from the AEW show? What was... Tell it you were... During the break, we were talking about the crowd. We should probably talk about that here on the You know, the, the crowd was very forgiving. The crowd yes. never booed anybody. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about you and Dave. And, well, and Dave and I talking about it after the show where Dave thought the order could have and should have been different. And I totally see Dave's point, but... I think for that main event with Jericho and Adam Page, I think, and Jericho is a genius and a legend, and even even the even a genius among us can can call a bad match, and I think that match was the wrong match for that shot. I think if you would have put Omega in that spot against Jericho, or had Okada or Will Ospreay or a number of different people, they could have brought that crowd back up. I think that they just told the wrong story from a psychology standpoint. And they didn't lose the crowd because the crowd was, like I said, very forgiving. 
but they could have had a much they could have ended the night on a bigger crescendo than they did had I think Jericho called a different match. Well, here's my thoughts on that. So I think that I've mentioned this a million times. It's the world title match. It is the very first AEW World Championship match to crown the first ever champion. It's got to go on last. Yeah. It, it just has to go on last. So once we, once I, in my mind, have established that it must go on last, I mean, you've got a couple of things that you can do if you're worried about the match placement or whatever. I mean, you don't have to put on the ladder match as the semi-main event. You don't have to. If you're if you're concerned, I mean, you could put it on in a different place on the show and hope that... And here's the thing, too. In saying that, I'm saying that you need a buffer match. And the reality is, we watched... We were there at the Temple Theater. You do not need a buffer match. You don't. It, you don't need one. I've seen a million New Japan shows, including multiple shows in the G1, where you watch the semi-main event and you're like... There's no way the main event can follow this match. And then it does. Because it's possible for the main event to follow any match. Now, I, I still go back to what I've said forever, which was one of the problems with that main event was the fans just... I, I don't think that they see Hangman Page in the position that they put him in for that match. Well, and... To be honest, they never. Hangman Page is very talented, and I think he has a very bright future. Yes, but he never showed the fire. At no point did they communicate that this was for the first ever AEW World Champion. Jericho was, you know, was belittling Page. He relaxed up on the ropes, did the tranquilo. He was he was cocky Jericho as opposed to say, "Oh my gosh, this kid can take the title." And I th and honestly, I think that winning the title with the straight-on Judas effect, was the wrong finish, too. I think maybe maybe you tell the story that Adam Page has got Jericho's and Jericho has got to keep cheating to stay one step ahead of Adam Page, and maybe Jericho gets a low blow-in or something and then hits the Judas effect and pins Adam Page. But it never felt like a world title match. It felt, honestly, it felt like a WWE television and or secondary pay-per-view match. Well, and it felt like a world title match, but well, how can I say this? They worked it like a world title match, but because Paige was the babyface, like, imagine if it would have been Jericho versus Cody. Look at how popular Cody has been the last two shows. Right. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what are you doing, Paige? Hello. Probably go walk on cameo. Yeah, what's going on? Okay, head out there, kid. So, point of this is, the last two shows, Cody has been super over as a babyface. Maybe if you would have had Jericho as a heel versus that Cody, the same match would have gotten a totally different reaction. Or Kenny Omega, super over as a babyface. Maybe if he had been in that slot where it's Jericho versus Omega. The winner of this match is the first ever AEW. Maybe that would have worked. But I think you're saving Omega. I think that's... Well, clearly that's the whole idea. That's, your, that's why you do Adam Page, but it just never felt like it reached the level of a titanic struggle or emotion as a major world title match. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Oh, oh, oh. 
When you're looking for quality auto parts, shop O'Reilly Auto Parts. With thousands of parts and accessories in stock and online, you're sure to find what you need with quick in-store delivery for those hard-to-find parts and accessories. Shop your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or O'ReillyAuto.com. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench for Blue Emu. Hemp oil is everywhere, but not every hemp oil product is made the same. Now introducing Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil. Why not trust the Blue Emu brand that has been the number one selling emu oil brand for over five years? Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil has been organically grown. It is pesticide-free, non-GMO, made in the USA, and most importantly, odor-free. Order Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil today on Amazon or the Blue Emu website. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Let's go to the phones. Here on the air, what's going on? Hey, what's, hey, what's up, Brian? A um, couple of things. Uh, did you see the post-match promos that uh, Pac did, the interview with uh, uh, the person that was interviewing him and when he confronted uh, Paige? I I, I heard they awesome. shot the angle, but I didn't see it. Yeah, like it's almost really good. And like the other thing I want to say, um, I know to people in wrestling, the the crowd reactions are really important. But like to the casual fan, like it's not something they really take into consideration. Like a couple of examples are like WWE when I went to SmackDown last November, like people were were popping for Shane and like the food fight with the New Day and the bar. But I know it was really fun in person there. 
But if I was watching it on TV, I, I know I would have hated it. Like, I, I think they should just go to please uh, the TV people instead of just, like, the live crowd. I see. And, like, one last, ex- like, one last example is I went to the New Japan show where in the second to last match it was Paige versus Jay White for the U.S. title. Yeah. And, like, the crowd was just brutal. Like, it was dead silent. If anything, they were just chanting for red shoes. But by the end, like, I just heard whispers from, like, everybody around. Go like, oh, man, that was, like, the best fight so far. Yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, crowds crowds are crowds. I mean, they're going to do what they're, they're going to do. But, I mean, to me as a fan, like, if the whole show, the crowd is quiet and they pop here and there for the big things or whatever, that's fine. But when I watch a show and the crowd is going crazy for a good portion of the show and then a match starts and they're just, like, dead, I mean, that that – that hurts my enjoyment as a fan. It makes me feel like nobody cares about the match, and so why should I care about the match? Casual fans may not care about crowd reactions at all. I mean, many of them probably don't. But, you know, I, I look at it from that perspective, and I also look at it from the perspective of, as a wrestler, I mean, the last thing that I want is to do a match, and there's no sound. I mean, it, it's it's painful for me, and I feel bad for the individuals when that happens. Sometimes I feel bad for them, but sometimes I don't feel bad for them because sometimes I feel like, dude, you're doing the wrong match for this crowd. So these are the things that I think about when I watch a match. But the crowd reactions are not going to be the be-all and end-all. But, I mean, if you've got if you've got the world championship on the line for the first time ever for AEW and the crowd is quiet for it, that's telling me something. That's telling me that there's a lack of interest in it for whatever reason. And they did get the crowd at the end, but it took them a while. Especially that crowd. Like I said, that crowd never booed anyone. The crowd was very quiet. Uh, I don't think the crowd was ever quieter than right after the Dark Order won. And then, and then it popped right back up when Orange Cassidy came out. Yes. But that Dark Order, those guys are... It was a, it was a technically sound match, but that Dark Order gimmick needs to go. They need to be repackaged as something that's more them. And to be quite honest, I think AEW has enough dark-slash-evil characters that I don't know that anybody necessarily needs or miss. Will miss. And what is Evil Uno? Is that like Evil Pizza? Is that like that move you do in Uno, the card he's, game? He's evil number one. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, which, which begs the question, why isn't the other guy Evil Dose? Yeah, I don't... It's weird. And those the outfits are not good. Either. And hey, listen, let's 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 be positive about this. You got one act that really isn't over. Yeah. It could be worse. Exactly. <laughs> like your whole roster could be not over. Yeah, one is not bad. At, at the all. end of the day, it's not the worst thing in the world to have one act that's not over. Should should they like should they become the first AEW tag team champions? I think that'd be a disaster. But they're kind of AEW's ascension right now. But you know what? There's also the perspective I wouldn't do this because they got so many great teams that can have so many great matches. But like if you do have a team that's like your tag team version. It actually they're not this, but I'll just if you've got a team that's your tag team Baron Corbin, it's not the end of the world to give them a buy in the tournament because people don't want to see that. Have them go to the finals because the people don't want to see them win. And then have whoever, the Luchasaurus team, beat them and win the tag titles in the end. That's okay. Like sometimes it's okay to do that. I prefer to have a tournament with a lot of great teams having a lot of great matches, but sometimes you got to tell a story. This team that nobody wants to see goes all the way to the finals, and you're afraid they're going to win, and they don't. Great. 
something to do. Did you watch the TV version yet? Of uh, AEW? No, yeah. I have not seen it. Perk says, what did you think of AEW's production Saturday night? It was gobsmacked. And Dave praised it. I thought the camera work and directing was atrocious. Well, everyone is entitled to their opinions. And I'm sure that if we had somebody from WWE production on this show, they would say that the production was atrocious. But what I will tell you is that I thought that it was fine. I thought the building looked good. They didn't miss. Like, I've seen shows where they miss the finish. They miss big dives. That, to me, is like, whatever your thoughts are on production, as long as I see everything I'm supposed to see, I don't have a problem with it. And I cannot stand the WWE production tropes of, uh, there's a brawl, we got to zoom in and out a thousand times. We got to do 55 cuts in a row. We've got to make sure that everybody turns and faces the hard camera. I hate that stuff. So... I didn't have to watch that on the AEW show, so I was happy. Oh, look at that. I've got the uh, $1 or the 1,000 pesos here. I can show it to the camera. Holy smokes, the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. It's not a buck. It's a 1,000 pesos. Wow. With the Young Bucks picture on it. Look at that. Yeah. That came down out of the ceiling in uh, Chicago. What's funny is that someday that's actually going to be worth money. Quite possibly. Yeah, it will. Somebody gave this to me. I go, oh, I saw, he had like a handful of them. I go, can I just get a picture of one? And he, and he gave it to me. Really? Yeah. You should have tried to trade that for like a championship belt or something like that. I still could. I mean, now, could. It's, now it's been on uh, the video for figure four. So now it's really worth something. This person here says, what did you think of AEW's production? Oh, yeah, that's that one. Cracker Bell thing, he says, was bad because they couldn't decide if they wanted it to be a comedy match or a hardcore match. It ran the gamut. It was no buys for me. I didn't mind it. It was different. It was a little too dangerous. And I don't know. I feel like um, Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc, they have their place. But I think that Darby Allen is the star of that group. And I feel like he needs to be out of those type of matches pretty soon. I saw people at StarCast, men and women, dressed like Darby Allen and with the face paint already. Yeah. So that should tell you something. Well, he's always done this kind of thing. I mean, it's it's sort of like, you know, he was he was like I believe a professional skateboarder, and he's crashed and burned his entire life, and he got into wrestling, and it's like a niche, and I don't know, I I, I you don't want to. It's hard to say. It's like his deal, and and to me, him and Janella. I mean, these guys, yeah, they could probably do something that's not this. But at the same time, one of the things that I liked about this AEW show, and some people are going to disagree with me, but I don't care. It's one of the things I liked about Nitro. I like that everything is different up and down the show. I agree. I love that. I mean, uh, these Nitros that I'm watching now from the year 2000, are the most god-awful shows in the history of wrestling. Those make me mad. I can't even watch them. They're horrible. And, you know, Raw nowadays, AEW, things people hate, things that people say suck, it's like, dude, you don't even know suck. But my point is, even even though I know it's going to be horrible, and I hate it, and I'm mad at the end of it, I still usually watch Nitro first. Because at the end of the day... It's not a better show than Raw, but I know that it's going to be different up and down the show. 
And this was pre-Russo, post-Russo. It didn't matter. Here's the thing. It didn't matter who was booking WCW. WCW always was a show where up and down the show it was different. And all of the matches were different. And there were different personalities. And there were, like... (laughs) The show's horrible. But where else are you going to see the great Muda and Vampiro... And the insane clown posse feuding with the Kiss Demon and Sting. Nowhere. On no planet would anybody put this kind of thing together. But it's it's different, and I like that. I watched the Raws from the year 2000, the glory period of Raw. And they're better than they are today, but you know what? They're the same. They're exactly the same. Everybody's working the same style. Like, Chris Jericho came from WCW, and they're trying to get him to now work a WWE style. Like, it's just exactly the same up and down the show, and that's how it is today with WWE. And it gets boring after a while. Even when it's good, it can still be boring because it's all the same. That's going to be the challenge for NXT. Yes! If if it's another two hours of the same style matches, one after the other, why do you need to watch that? That's that is one of the things about NXT. They're clearly trying to get all of these independent stars to work an NXT style, to work a WWE style, okay? But you can tell that even though that is the goal, Triple H is open to letting them kind of do their thing to a degree. He still wants them to find the hard cam. He still wants them to do a certain kind of style of match. But they have a freedom in NXT that they don't have once they move up to the main roster. So that's what I like about NXT. I don't want that to go away when they go to Wednesdays. That's what I'm worried about. This whole, well, we're on USA Network now. Now we got to do things the right way. I think that's one reason why there's been so much drop-off with fans. Is after a while fans figure out the formula... And it's like, what's the point? I think in addition to storylines going nowhere and things popping up and changing in a nonsensical manner, but I also think people figure out the solution to the matches and it's like, okay, what do I need to watch this again? I'm going to go find something else that's interesting and exciting. I mean, I do have to say, when I watch when I watch the AEW show, all of those different matches, I mean, there was never that moment that I have in almost every WWE match where I know I can stop paying attention for a while because I know the exact pattern they're going to have in every single match. I didn't I mean they 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 had in when you watch the AW show, I'm not saying they didn't have a traditional uh babyface shine, heat, comeback blah blah blah, but it wasn't the same WWE structure that you see in every single match where you you absolutely know during the heat it ain't going to end. There will be no Judas effect. There there will always be a hot tag. I mean, I can count on one hand the number of matches that haven't had the, the hot tag in the tag team match in the last five years in WWE. You never know in a lot of these indie matches, New Japan, anywhere else in the world. It, it's never like that. You, you have to pay better attention because you never know when something's going to happen. Anyway, the person says the Young Bucks dollars were selling for 20 bucks on eBay. If I could get nails to sign this, I'll bet oh. you. Get... <laughs> or Virgil. Yeah, I could probably get 15. 
Also, he says, Jim was funny and awesome filling in at the Q&A. Aw. God. How nice. I should have known. I should have known you should never take a break. No, exactly. You'll lose your spot. Right. It's like Ventura and Bobby Heenan. Spurs says, you're right on crowd reactions. My wife is a casual fan, and whenever a match has a dead crowd, I know she's more bored even if the match is good. Better fan reactions enhance matches. How could you not watch NXT UK and get pulled into the matches more because of the crowd? How? Yeah. It just seems impossible. This person says, we had to go to a break. Uh, what Jim just said is why my daughter quit watching Raw. After about six months, she said uh, every show was the same, and she lost interest. There you go. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? Car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 
If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Jim Valley joining us here today. And even though he may not be here the next two weeks, let's plug your show. We do it uh, Saturdays at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I also do the uh, Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast for subscribers with Fumi Saito, Wrestling Observer. A lot of people at the Q&A love Pacific Rim. Uh, They love Fumi and his cat Kiki, uh, who seems to meow for some reason, sort of like Paisley uh, today. Uh, Fumi's cat Kiki does run-ins on our show. And right now, I'm not sure if it's a free show or not, but I do the Portland WrestleCast about uh, Don Owen Portland Wrestling. And right now, up on the site, the latest one talks with uh, American wrestler by the name of John Rambo, who was physically assaulted for real in a match. Uh, Art Barr, uh, who everybody knows, shot on John Rambo and smashed his face, broke his face up uh, like 25 years ago. And he tells that story. He talks about fights in the dressing room with Billy Jack Haynes. And uh, Raven, Scotty, The Body, and some other uh, late 90s and going into uh, the mid-90s in Northwest Wrestling. But a, a, a terrible experience when it happened, but a great story to hear up at WrestlingObserver.com. That's right. If you're a subscriber at WrestlingObserver.com, there's 20-plus new podcasts that go up every week for subscribers. It's not like you're signing up and getting one show a week. I do two to three shows every single day. I've got so many other people doing great shows. There's so much stuff up there. You literally could not listen to everything. And even if you did, there's 10,000 shows in the archives that you can go to once you run out of time. So check that out. also want to mention at Jim Valley on Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. If you go to my Twitter right now, there is an awesome clip from last night's Stone Cold Steve Austin show on the USA Network where Becky Lynch does, in fact, give Steve Austin a stunner, and he spits beer everywhere. It's awesome. So check it out, and we are out of here. Thanks, Jim. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.